This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners out there today, if at any point during today's show you want to get a little bit more information, feel free to call us anytime at 715-355-4445, or of course, you can visit our website, retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. And while you're at the website, make sure you scroll on over to the radio page. Check out some of our past shows there. Also, you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also check out some of our past TV episodes. If you've not caught the TV show recently, or maybe you've never watched the TV show, I would highly suggest reaching uh, or uh, uh, scrolling over to the TV page on the website, I should say, and checking out an episode or two of that if you haven't been catching it on the actual television. And, of course, don't hesitate to reach out and schedule a complimentary consultation where, of course, we can do that face-to-face in either our WASA or Eau Claire office, or we can meet virtually via Zoom if uh, you're more comfortable with that or if you're just maybe outside of uh, the normal driving distance to one of our locations. Now, when it comes to retirement planning, the, the folks that we work with are often consumed with big picture items like their ideal community or whether to stay in their current home or downsize or how much travel they'll be able to do. And those are all really great and very important things to think about. But a successful retirement plan often boils down to some of the more nitty gritty details. And perhaps nothing is more nitty gritty than having a strong tax strategy to see you through retirement. Now, accordingly, we're going to spend today's show looking at some of retirement's most critical tax issues. But before we take the plunge into the wonderful world of retirement taxes, let's make sure to introduce everyone here with us today. Uh, Sue and Tony. Of course, Tony is far more pleasant than uh, any IRS agent I've ever met. <laughs> so I hope so. So we'll be eager to have a conversation with him versus the IRS guy. <laughs> but Tony, how are we well, doing today? Well, I mean, come on, I'm more pleasant than an IRS agent, so I've got that going for me. I, right. It's not the kind of compliment I expected to get, but uh, I think you've got a great topic today. I'm doing good. You know, I've had a great week, uh, watched some great football uh, last weekend and uh, worked on that honeydew list and, uh, you know, just uh, did stuff around the house. How about you, Sue? What have you been up to? Oh, just trying to stay warm. It's like um, <laughs> awfully, awfully yeah. cold here, you know? It's yeah. just crazy. Tis the season, you know? It's jan- yeah. late January, early February. Oh, ne- yeah. Negative degrees. It's not fun. The air yeah. hurts yeah, your no. face. <laughs> no, it isn't fun. And the Packers are are out. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do to keep I ourselves know. warm and uh, and occupied throughout the winter here. So, uh, yeah, but you know what? The topic you've got for today, 
obviously people hear taxes, but I know you guys work hard to really minimize uh, the tax burden for your clients, especially uh, when income planning for retirement, you want to look at uh, taxes in retirement. Uh, And, you know, uh, I think this is uh, important to people uh, aren't worried about the logistics, but they're worried about, uh, you know, the overall end result. But sometimes, as you implied their goal, sometimes the smaller uh, but no less critical details are the ones that matter the most. And uh, Sue, wouldn't you agree with that? Well, that's exactly right, Tony. Um, there was a Kiplinger article entitled How 10 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed. Offer and it offers some really keen insights. I think many of our listeners will find valuable. So let's first look at traditional IRAs and 401ks, which are tax-deferred retirement accounts that many Americans rely on during retirement. And money that flows into these accounts typically slashes your current taxable income, which thereby trims your tax bill in a given year. Now, contributions, dividends, and investment gains in these accounts grows on a tax-deferred basis. But those uh, deferments don't last forever. So once you're officially retired and begin taking withdrawals, you're going to need to pay taxes on any gains in your pre-tax or deductible contributions. And it's really important to also bear in mind that these accounts have required minimum distributions, or what we refer to as RMDs, which is the point in time where you have to begin taking money out. Well, when do those RMDs, or or required minimum distributions, when do they kick in? Well, right now, Tony, RMDs begin at age 72 for a traditional 401k or an IRA. Now, if you work past your 72nd birthday, you may qualify to delay an RMD from your employer's 401k as long as you don't own more than 5% of the company that you work for. Now, Mm. your withdrawals from your traditional 401k uh, or IRA are taxed at your standard income rate. So you've got to be mindful of that. Well, sure. And you have to pay attention. Uh, That's that's true. Um, But, uh, you know, if our listeners probably take nothing else from this episode, they should take away that working closely with financial services professionals like yourselves is going to be the best way to navigate retirement's uh, strategy issues. Uh, There's a lot going on, including taxes. Well, I have to agree. I certainly understand that getting ready for retirement can be really overwhelming, especially as you enter the last year or two before it becomes official. But there's no reason to try and figure it all out yourself. So working with a financial services professional like ourselves can help you get on track and stay there. So next, let's discuss Roth IRAs. First things first, they come with one significant long-term tax perk. Now, while contributions to a Roth IRA aren't tax-deductible, your future withdrawals may be tax-free. Well, I like the sound of tax-free, but I'm sensing there's a catch here. Well, but of course, Tony, to enjoy those tax-free withdrawals, you must have held your Roth IRA account for a minimum of five years. And while you can take out the amount that you contributed at any time, tax-free, in most cases, you must be at least 59 and a half to take withdrawals without a 10% early withdrawal penalty. 
Yikes. Yeah, we want to avoid those penalties, and you hear the 59 and a half thing. I always, I'm like, could they have not just made it 60? But, uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Leave it to the or government. Or 59, even, <laughs> 59, even better, but yeah, the government. But, but yeah, I mean, exploring the potential of uh, diversifying, you know, between a traditional and a Roth IRA sounds like it's probably yet another good reason to work with a financial services professional. Well, exactly, Tony. Now, Social Security is yet another area where taxes are lurking after you retire. Now, as some of you may recall, until 1983, Social Security benefits were tax-free for every American, regardless of how much income you made. And while Social Security benefits still aren't taxed for a sizable chunk of the population, others may be hit fairly hard. Now, if you have provisional income, you may have to pony up federal income tax on as much as 85% of your benefits. Now, to figure out your provisional income, you begin with your adjusted gross income and then add 50% of your Social Security benefits and all of your tax-exempt interest. If your income is less than 25000 for individual filers or 32000 for joint filers, you won't have to pay taxes on your Social Security. However, if your income falls between 25000 and 34000 per year for individuals or 32000 to 44000 for joint filers, then as much as 50% of your benefits are subject to taxation. And, and finally, if your income is north of 34000 a year for individuals or 44000 a year for married couples, then as much as a whopping 85% of your benefits are considered taxable. Yikes. And I, I don't think a lot of people realize that, that, that your Social Security benefits can be taxable and up to 85%. And uh, those figures right. uh, are kind of tough. But uh, what's the tax situation for pensions? I mean, I know... That pensions are less common these days, but some people still have them if you're a government worker, for, for example. Well, Tony, the majority of pensions are funded using pre-tax dollars, which means that the full value of your pension income would become taxable once you receive the money. Payments from both private and government pensions are generally taxable at your ordinary income tax rate. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys have anything else before we take a quick break here? Well, I would encourage our listeners to take a few minutes and go out to our website and check out some of the resources that we have out there. We've got all sorts of different information regarding the reports that we can run for you and the process that we go through with new incoming clients for their initial consultations and things along those lines. So just to learn a little bit more about our process, especially if you're considering a second opinion uh, meeting with one of our advisors, which is, of course, always recommended. A second opinion is never a bad idea. So if you want to take advantage of that, head on over to the website, retirewithbushka.com. Click on that yellow book now button that appears throughout the page, or you can give us a call right now at 715-355-4445 to book in Wausau or Eau Claire. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of health care have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. 
you are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445. That number again is 715-355-4445. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And great show today, guys. You've been talking about the ways uh, taxes are still a part of our financial lives after we've retired. And I I know that uh, some of your clients are uh, surprised to find out just how much of their retirement income can be taxable. And I think the key is to be fully aware of all those potential taxes and nothing keeps your wallet safer than a good financial strategy. And you've gone over that. Uh, what's next? Well, let's add another interesting Kiplinger article entitled 12 Questions Retirees Often Get Wrong About Taxes and Retirement to, the, to this conversation. I can't even begin to count the number of times a client has asked us if their tax rate is going to be higher or lower in retirement? And our answer is always the same. It depends, and there are three key reasons that we tell them this. Now, the first reason is that a significant number of retirees have fewer tax deductions than when they were working. So for example, a lot of retirees have paid off their home, which means no more mortgage interest deduction, and there are also no longer kids at home to claim as dependents. Now, the second reason is that a lot of retirees prioritize having fun during their post-work lives, and rightfully so, but fun costs money. Now, the money used for travel and hobbies during retirement may not be so much uh, less than what you were making while you were still on the clock. And finally, the third reason is that future tax rates are unpredictable. The current top tax rate is 37%. But in the 1940s, it was 94%, and it's still in the 70% range in the 1970s. Now, my point is, given our current political climate, nobody can say with any certainty what tax rates will be a decade from now. Yeah, that, that's a good point. You can, and, and those three reasons you just gave, Sue, certainly make sense to me. I think the unpredictably... <clears throat> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and those three reasons certainly make sense to me that you just gave, Sue. And I think the unpredictability of future tax rates is a great reason, again, to work with a financial services professional to, to figure out a financial strategy you know, that's going to help you make the changes you need. Well, absolutely. And another question that we hear a lot is whether folks can still kick money into their IRA after they retire. And the answer is yes. Now, the SECURE Act of 2019 allows all retirees to make contributions to traditional or Roth IRAs if they have earned income. Previously, you couldn't contribute to a traditional IRA past the age of 70 and a half. Now, in 2022, $6,000 is the maximum anyone younger than 50 can contribute to a traditional IRA, and those that are older than 50 can add an additional $1,000 as a catch-up contribution for a $7,000 maximum. Now, as far as Roth IRAs go, again, your contributions aren't tax deductible because the money's going to flow into the Roth IRA after taxes have already been paid on it. 
But remember, you can withdraw contributions without taxes or penalty any time, and earnings can be withdrawn without taxes and penalties once you've had the account for five years and you're at least 59 and a half years old. Wow. Okay. There, there was a lot to unpack. There's a lot there, of rules there. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, again, anytime you're dealing with the government, especially the IRS. Of but course. Uh, what about if you want to roll over uh, from a 401k into an IRA? I think a lot of people end up doing that. Absolutely. And if it's done properly, rolling over from a 401k plan to a traditional IRA is tax-free. Now, there are two ways to go about it. First, you can withdraw the money from your 401k account and then simply deposit it into, the, into your IRA yourself. Or once you have your 401k funds, you have 60 days to complete that rollover. Now, if you miss that deadline, you may be on the hook for both taxes and penalties. And next, you may be able to transfer your 401k money into a traditional IRA without getting hit with taxes by doing a direct rollover. Now, with this method, you simply request your 401k administrator to directly take money from your 401k and direct it to your traditional IRA. Now, the administrator may also send you a check made payable to the IRA account. Okay. Uh, Just listening to you talk about that, Sue, uh, tells me you got to be working with a financial services professional to, to walk you through it, make sure you don't make any mistakes. And you guys have talked about the SECURE Act. You mentioned that before. Uh, that also made adjustments to RMDs, right? That's absolutely right, Tony. Now, prior to 2020, RMDs, or Required Minimum Distributions, began at age 70 and a half. But the SECURE Act actually bumped that up to 72 years old. Now, as for how much money you're required to take out, it begins at about 3.65% and it goes up each year. And once you turn 80, the percentage is 5.35%, and at age 90, it's 8.77%. So you should note that these percentages are based on your balance at the end of the previous year. And be aware that at the beginning of this year, RMD calculations were adjusted so that distributions are spread out over a longer time period. Okay, so uh, what happens to RMDs then if a person has a combination of both IRAs and 401ks? Well, if you have multiple traditional IRAs, RMDs are formulated separately for each of them, but you can withdraw from any of them. So conversely, if you have more than one 401k, the RMD has to be determined for each of them and then withdraw separately from each account. Now, because of this, 401k administrators will sometimes determine your RMD and send it to you automatically if you haven't already withdrawn the cash by a certain date. However, IRA administrators are less likely to automatically distribute money from your account. Mm. So you're talking about RMDs from 401ks there. And uh, Cole and Sue, one of you might be able to help me with this. It sounds like you wouldn't want to have a 401k once you reach the age of needing to of 72, right? You'd want to have it in something else, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, most of the time people um, are encouraged to, you know, try to consolidate and and roll their 401ks over after they're no longer employed. And that just gives them a little bit more flexibility. Sure. I suppose there's instances where people are 72 and still working. 
and so they would still have a 401k or some 401ks maybe but right i i yeah and here's a question i have uh, that i think a lot of people uh, are confronted with at some point if your spouse passes away or you re- pass away uh and then your surviving spouse gets a significant life insurance payout do you have to pay taxes on that money well no you don't while dealing with the passing of a spouse you don't need to also worry about paying taxes on life insurance payouts, regardless of how large it is. That's good. That's good. Now, I've also been told that people 65 and older are entitled to a larger standard deduction. Is that true? That is true, actually, Tony. And in 2021, the standard deduction for most single people was $12,550. Uh, for 2022, it's 12950 and for married couples filing jointly, it was 25100 Now it's 25900 for 2022. Oh. So it's updated a little bit. But sure. in 2021, those who were 65 or older were entitled to another $1,700 if they were single or the head of household. And for married couples who were both age 65 filing jointly, the deduction was $2,700. And so those have changed a little bit now to twenty eight hundred for married filing jointly, and seventeen fifty for single people um, for twenty twenty two. So those have all. So they gone have up. went a little. Yeah, it's gone up. Yeah, a okay. little bit. Well, yeah. So okay. Well, this is great information to have. Uh, we're going to keep rolling. It's been a great show today, and you've been looking at how taxes are still a part of your life even after you retire. And the reality is, even if you've stopped working. Uh, the IRS still has its hand out. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they always. They want your money. <laughs> it's yeah. never going away. So uh, what, do you, what do you have for us next? Well, so far, we've looked at both the expected and unexpected ways taxes are waiting to nip at your heels once you're retired. So let's end the show on an upbeat note by highlighting some of the tax breaks that retirees are often unaware of. Now, a Kiplinger article that was entitled The Most Overlooked Tax Breaks for Retirees. It has some really good information that can serve as something of a treasure map for our discussion. Now, the first potentially overlooked tax break to note is the spousal IRA contribution. In most cases, you must have earned income to kick money into an IRA. But if you're married and your spouse is still working, they can often contribute as much as $7,000 per year to a traditional or Roth IRA that you own. But don't forget the year's total combined contributions to your IRA or your spouse's IRA can't be greater than $13,000 if only one of you is 50 or older or $14,000 if both of you are at least 50. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Sue. It seems to me if one spouse is working and one's retired, working with financial services professionals like yourselves is especially valuable because it's going to help you keep track of the various strategy rules and nuances. Uh, it, and you can get really deep in the weeds with this stuff. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree, Tony. And now the next potentially valuable deduction is Medicare premiums. If you become self-employed after you retire, that's uh, becoming more common actually, you may deduct the premiums that you pay for Medicare's Part B and D, as well as the cost of Medigap policies or Medicare Advantage plans. 
Now, one note on this particular one. You aren't allowed to take this deduction if you're still eligible for employer-subsidized health plans uh, offered either by your employer or your spouse's employer. Sure. That makes sense. And I I know there are a lot of rules like that that you have to be aware of. So many rules. Uh, Yeah, especially especially when you have that situation you guys are talking about right now, which is if one half of a couple is retired and the other half is working. So- uh, that's then you have to really understand there's a lot of rules as some of them are advantageous. Uh, some of them may be a bit limiting from the sounds of it. So, right. uh, that's a good one, but what's another, uh, tax tip you've got for us? Well, giving money to charities is another potentially good way for retirees to reduce their tax burden a bit. Now, once you reach 70 and a half, you can contribute to your favorite charity in a tax friendly manner without having to deal with itemization. Now, the Qualified Charitable Distribution, or QCD, allows you to transfer as much as $100,000 every year from a traditional IRA directly to a charity. And if you're married, your spouse can add an additional $100,000 from their IRA. Now, the transfer isn't considered taxable income, and it counts towards your RMD. And just note that you can't also claim the transfer as a charitable deduction on your Schedule A. Oh, okay. And that's good to know. And and I know a lot of people uh, utilize that to help with their tax burden. Uh, And I think that's really a great way to do it, too. I mean, you're helping out and helping your own tax situation. Well, guys, we're out of time for today's show uh, Sue and Cole, is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners that when it comes to planning for these types of uh, questions, they don't have to do it alone. We've got a team of companies that are uh, working for our clients every day to help them to answer these particular questions. Bushka Retirement Solutions, Bushka Wealth Management, and our own tax company, Legacy Tax Solutions. So be sure to give us a call at 715-355-4445 or go online to retirewithbushka.com to schedule your complimentary, no-obligation second opinion review. All right, sounds good. And that does it for our episode today of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Life is a journey, and every journey starts with a single step. Having an advisor to guide you can be your key to financial success. From the first steps of building wealth, starting a family or business, preparing for retirement so you can live comfortably, and protecting your legacy for your loved ones. 
Through all life's changes, we are here, helping local families just like yours for over 40 years. Visit retirewithbushka.com to see how we can help. Bushka Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin.